Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, it's the Non-Fungible Podcast, NFP with D. Klein. Now you can find this podcast and you can dive deeper into blockchain trends on Cointelegraph Magazine. All you got to do is go to www.cointelegraph.com magazine. Today, my guest is the co-founder and business lead at Charge Particles. His name is Ben Lakoff. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Hey, Darren. Thanks for having me. Excited yeah. to be here tonight. Yeah, this is, I was looking into uh, this charged particles, which, you know, I'm somewhat involved in, you know, in an indirect way. Um, but I tell you, I don't know if I've ever had as many tabs open looking into this. <laughs> That's as I, awesome. As yeah. I have looking into you and charged particles and all the connecting kind of moving parts to this whole thing. Like, yeah, well, maybe it's because we don't do a very good job. Uh, you know, brevity is a skill, so we mm. clearly didn't explain it too well, and you, you had to dig a little bit deeper than you should have, perhaps. We're working on it, so we're, we are probably aware of that one. Well, there's just a lot of complexity to it, right? Because, I mean, you've got the charged particles element, right? But then from that, you've got all these kind of connecting parts that normally these have kind of been separate entities, right? Like you've got NFTs over here. And then arts kind of come into that, of course, right? And that's yeah. kind of one of the most natural fits. But now you have this DeFi thing that's kind of getting bundled right into that, right? And it's just kind that, of this interesting connection. Is. Not only that, you also have, like, is it pronounced Ave? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Although a lot of, like, Europeans call it Ave, which okay. uh, I well, believe I'm it's Canadian, Ave. So whatever. I'm yeah. calling it Ave. So, you got Ave, which is kind of like this interest-bearing token that you can put in there. And then, I mean, literally, I have, I don't know how many tabs open that are, each tab is a different thing connected with charged particles. It's insane. Like, yeah. how much of this are you actually directly involved with? Well, yeah, so backing up, I mean, Rob Secord is the founder. He's mm -hmm. the visionary behind all of this. So I certainly can't take any credit for the revolutionary idea that is charged particles but the thing with charged particles is we are nft agnostic so that means this protocol can be applied to any nft right um so that it's almost like a cheat code because it's almost easier to say like what is not a nft what is it not a non-fungible token and that is a fungible token which is basically just privacy coins and everything else is uh literally some sort of non-fungible has a bit of non-fungibility to it mm -hmm. so when you think of nfts non-fungible tokens outside of just art uh there's a lot of different types of nfts and and, and the ability what we do at charge particles is we allow you to put assets inside of your nft which for art that's really cool that's novel that's new that's fun that's interesting which is a pun every time because there's interesting assets in there uh -huh. but um <laughs> thinking outside of just art there's there's a lot of crazy uh possibilities that's for sure yeah that, now of course my first exposure to this was uh recently i became a part of the guild which you noted was not in my Twitter handle. It's a little bit of an oversight. <laughs> a little bit of an oversight on my part. I should probably update that. I um, think I'm on scam alert right now because <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff. People are trying to scam me on Telegram. It's like, are you? I don't see it in there. Sir. Yeah, sorry about that. It's probably worth updating. I don't know. I find like even just um, 
being in this, I get involved in something new one day and then there's another thing the next day and another thing the yeah. next day. I mean, you've got to be doing that on an exponentially higher level. Like, yeah, you've got stuff uh, flying at you from every direction. Yeah, it's crazy. The The amount of screen time I'm spending these days is uh, is quite embarrassing. But I, I, I guess the yeah. So the guild, I mean, is is this group of artists and and we they helped us launch a new feature of charge particles mm -hmm. which is what we call nested nfts so an nft inside of another nft so a bit like unlockable content and some of the things you see on the other platforms but it's actually right. a, a, an nft that is inside deposited in the smart wallet of an nft mm -hmm. so the guild put together this amazing nft that looked like a box yeah, and then yeah. filled it with 14 other nfts that were all locked inside of it put some social tokens in there i mean it was uh it was really really cool so this thing sold for 42 eth uh probably about a month ago at before the crash there. it was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> when when uh you know ETH when was 42 like, ETH meant something <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh around hundred eighty thousand bucks i think mm -hmm. at the time so uh uh, it was it was a really cool use case, a really good group. I mean, I was uh, so our community manager and some other people in our community were kind of running with organizing this, and you know, hey, we've got this group. They're gonna they're gonna uh, demonstrate the use case by putting together this art, and we had those guys. So there were uh, four, 15 different artists right. uh, that participated. We had them on a community call where they talked about each piece and what influenced them and how this fit into the overall theme of everything and how it it all made sense as like this box filled with everything else it was literally pandora's box so the story and everything was really really amazing mm -hmm. so i actually I, I never did quite follow up i'm not sure who purchased it but uh really sure. really cool yeah i'm yeah. not sure if they know yeah that's really cool it's in terms of how that all came together um and more recently as part of the guild i actually was involved in the the totems that are on charged particles i don't know uh let me look for that link a minute yeah i'm on totem four my piece I, what's totem four well there's four totems on the charged particles platform from the guild and i was on the fourth one gotcha with surreal serpentine is it Serpentine? Serpentine? What are the British? I know that I name. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some great people. Jetski, Talos. Talos has a number of pieces on charge particles. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, very cool. It's a wonderful group of artists. Uh, really fun to be a part of that. And uh, yeah, it's kind of cool how this all came together in yet another project here on charge particles. Now, if you go to charge particles, you can go to the marketplace and you can see all this stuff, right? Correct. Correct. So I guess perhaps is it best to do a little intro on charge? Yeah. Particles yeah. For, maybe explain it yeah. a little bit. So I talked a bit about it, like um, the high level, the short answer is you take your NFT and you turn it into a basket or a container that holds mm -hmm. other assets. So viewing this, your NFT, whether it's a piece of art or an in-game item or some financial unique token uh, and the ability to put other assets. So any ERC-20 token, so this could be speculative token, you could uh, create, you know, an NFP token, a uh, social mm -hmm. token, and put those inside of it. You we could put other NFTs. That. Yeah, you definitely should. I mean, I, I think 
I, NFP, I don't it's a good name, right? It's a good it is. Name. It is. Although I think that's non-fungible Pepe's. Weren't those a thing? Uh, well, that's why I call it FP with decline, so there's no confusion. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so 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 uh, you can put all of these things inside of your NFT. One other aspect are, are yield-bearing assets, so interest-bearing assets like Aave or Compound. Right. So this creates this new token mechanic of having an NFT with interest-bearing assets, earning interest inside of it. That interest is programmable, so it can go to a different wallet. It can go back to you, the creator, like an artist royalty. So it gives you all of this 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 crazy flexibility. Um, so as part of this, so this is NFT agnostic. It can be applied to any NFT. It any NFT that is uh, given the smart wallet that allows it to hold other assets. It's still an ERC-721, so a standard NFT. Mm -hmm. uh, it still can be sold on Rarible or OpenSea or any of these other ones. But um, when launching this, we've built a minting station and a marketplace. Mm -hmm. So it's it's no fees to mint. Uh, you have to pay gas fees, obviously, and we'll be on layer two in the next three weeks. So that's with Polygon? Gas-free minting, yeah. 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 That's um, big, but, right? uh, what do you, I mean, sorry it, it to interrupt is. you. That's a big yeah. deal, though. We're, we're excited because mm -hmm. Aave is on layer two, too. So you can literally have an interest-bearing NFT on layer two Polygon uh, in, the, in the next couple of weeks. So It takes away things... so much of the barrier that's holding oh my people God. back, including makes myself so as an artist, fun. too, right? Where you're just like, I can't mint right now. It's, uh, you yeah. know, like, right? And now it's like, yeah, yeah. why not, right? Well, and tr try to deposit an uh, interest-bearing asset into your NFT, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you're you're creating a smart wallet, which uses uh, right, probably 150 of bucks of gas at like 100 quid. That's like making so it's like, like a new storefront, basically. basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's... Um, so it's gas intensive. So it's very exciting to see the flexibility and the creativity when it goes on layer two. But where I was going with this originally is at Charge Particles, we don't aspire to be this amazing marketplace and minting station. We have those things and we'll continue to um, roll them out and, and, and prove them. Uh, but like we're completely serverless. We don't collect any user data when you're on it. So it's like, it's not really like the marketing powerhouse that are some of these other ones. Right. But what, what we can do is integrate into these other NFT platforms mm -hmm. and initially uh, an easy integration is any of the NFTs created on these other platforms, you can charge up and you can view what's in like, like a window, what's inside of your NFT, but eventually we'll integrate into those those other NFT marketplaces and minting stations. So it'll just be in the background of like, oh, as I create my NFT here on OpenSea or Rarible or wherever, I can also deposit some assets into it. Maybe I want to put some social tokens in there and time lock it for a year. Maybe I want to create two NFTs and put them together. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to do that natively in these other platforms. So you're saying I could mint on OpenSea and still have capacity to do those to integrate Enjoy. those particles within that? Yeah. Oh, so wow. so actually in our Discord right now, we're we've got voting to to like unlock the first external NFT platforms. Uh -huh. So the, like Rarible right now is I think it's Rarible and then OpenSea. So mm -hmm. this would mean if these win throughout the voting, any NFT created on either Rarible or OpenSea, you'd be able to view that on charge particles and deposit things inside of it. 
Oh, uh, that's nice because I have a massive collection on OpenSea and Rarible. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So it's actually a little out of control. <laughs> uh, I actually went through the, today and I, I finally I've never done this I actually went through and deleted some pieces because I was like mm, I don't know if this fits with me you know what I mean really really yeah. and so I actually got rid of a few pieces of art on uh, OpenSea it felt well, weird was to low. do it Gas prices were low today, right? I mean, because to to delete them, you're well. Most of these were lazy the minting. You can burn. Oh, okay. Too. I did burn a couple, but most of the ones I did were just lazy mint. So then it's literally just click the delete button. Oh, that's crazy. That's right. nice. Well, but, uh, probably feels good to clean it up a little bit. Huh? It did feel good to clean it up a little bit. I I didn't get rid of a ton, but I just decluttered a little. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Let's talk about you entering this, you know, like you obviously have a background in investment and in business. And um, I was looking up your uh, story a little bit and where you came from and you're huge on startups. That's a big yeah. thing for you. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit. What brought you into this space then? I mean, obviously you have had previous startup experience. Let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. So uh, my background is in finance um, mm -hmm. and at some point, I started, well, 20, 2016, started angel investing, well, started a young venture capitalist group. Uh, I was living in Bangkok at the time, and the idea was I want to start startup investing and move into something more entrepreneurial, startup-y. Uh, I didn't know where to start at all, like coming from a corporate job. So I mm -hmm. uh, started going to meetups. Uh, there were a bunch of, at least there, like old men kind of talking about shitty startup so uh started this like yeah yeah very no i mean there was some good stuff but uh not not quite like the deal flow it could could have been location but so we started um this <laughs> young venture capitalist group where we started talking to startups and um then that turned into launching little startups on the side but one of the more early angel investments was uh, called TDAX or uh, mm -hmm. Stang Pro is like the Coinbase of Thailand. So uh, oh, okay. got me into crypto. Um, okay. That led me to starting uh, one of my first companies, one of my first like official companies, which was Intelligent Trading Foundation. So it was a trading platform for crypto traders, mm -hmm. which was freaking awesome. Uh, we raised some capital and ultimately that business died during the bear market um right we it, you learn a lot from a failed business it it, it bruise bruises the ego for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. but um yeah it's uh you learn a lot so um i i've just been obsessed with the game which is early stage startups and being being in and around these things where you can actually pull lever and see something move you know and have have more of a more of an impact uh, on the day to day. So have been doing quite a bit of like advising, um, consulting within the startup world. Um, mm -hmm. And I was involved with Gitcoin Kernel, which is a Web3 accelerator. And uh, that's where I met Rob uh, last year. So last around June, July last year. So <laughs> in the depths of the pandemic, this uh, virtual accelerator was kind of all of our outlets. Uh, yeah, no so doubt. If any of you, I mean, you should definitely link in the show notes, but uh, uh, Gitcoin Kernel and highly suggest any of the listeners 
who are interested in Web3 and kind of this this vision of what this decentralized Web3 world looks like to to apply. Um, it's awesome. And this hmm. they just started a uh, another track like last week. Um, and I'm, I'm back as a mentor, uh, but this this time there's a culture track that's all about NFTs uh, that should be should be really cool. So highly huh. high, highly recommended if people are interested to uh, check them out. That's for sure. Cool. And so from there, you know, with the startup stuff, you know, you talked about the crypto winter, and it's interesting because you know I look at things now, and there's a lot of talk of you know oh 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 we're gonna be bearish blah 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 i don't feel yeah. like we're there i don't feel uh, who knows like, man you know I, uh, but i could be wrong maybe i'm <laughs> just in denial you know i don't know well i mean were, were you around in 2017 2018 yeah. mm -hmm. i mean i for sure have ptsd from it like i i've sure. i've made investments i've seen my portfolio go down but i've never seen like my whole and like question my whole uh idea that crypto is going to be something go right. down you know i mean there there were some points there in like 2018 or whatever it was maybe 2019 that you're just like it's did over. i make a terrible right, yeah. mistake <laughs> like <laughs> is this thing not what i hoped it to be and then i don't know this bull market kind of like snuck up on us i guess yeah. and before i knew it i was getting texts from people I never talked to saying, Hey, yeah, you're, you're that crypto guy, right? Like, should I invest in safe moon? And you're like, okay, this is probably the top <laughs> insight, right? Well, that's the thing, right? Is you do get the, everybody and their dog all of a sudden wanting to buy, you know, Dogecoin or whatever. And then it's kind of like, okay, so uh, this is a little frothy, obviously. But, you know, it, it's interesting because talking with a lot of people who uh, uh, around me, people around me who are not really crypto people at all, you know, I was just saying, look, guys, it's the most expensive it's ever been historically. Like, it's literally the highest. The market is the highest it's ever been by a long shot. Like, have you zoomed well, out? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But having said that, you know, if you look at the, like you say, zooming out, if you look at the trend, it's still very positive. Like, yes, we yeah. had a major pullback, but if you go back just even, I don't know, two months. ETH was 700 bucks in January, January one. Like yeah. I, I just was talking to somebody about this, so I looked it up. So it's like, it reached $44,000. Like it was up to 600% in four and a half, five months. Like it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's still up tremendously 3x like this year. So I, I, I don't know where crypto will shake out at the end of this year. Who knows? Yeah, it could it's... be 10x from here. It could be like minus 90 from here. But <laughs> it's very hard. But to in say, four right? years, like it will probably be higher than where it is right now. And well, you just look at like what you're doing yeah. with charged particles, for example, and all the development and how all these once kind of disparate, separate things are now kind of coming together in ways that who would have anticipated this? You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. even even you talking about charged part charged particles and open sea and rareable and who would have ever imagined all, these, all those elements working together yeah. like that? All these infrastructural pieces and uh, and yeah, we're just we're <laughs> like. These bull markets, they uh, there's a lot of capital flowing into the space. There's a lot of innovation. I mean, charged particles was this crazy idea all through last year, mm -hmm. and 
I mean, because of uh, raising capital, we'd be able to build this thing out into something. And like, we've raised, a, we haven't raised, you know, $20 million like a lot of people, but we've raised 1.75 million. And that our burn rate is within reason. I mean, we're here for the long term. So we really plan to build out like this core infrastructural piece. And that takes time, but we're moving fast and we're innovating. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, you know, obviously you come from the business angle and uh, when I look at your history, there's a lot of traveling involved in that as well. But I'm curious about the art side. Like, where does that fit into all of this? Like, because that's obviously a very key element. Yeah, Where did you fit with that part of it? You know, art, art, I've always appreciated art, but I've never, I never saw art as an investment. Like, I never was... Uh, raised in like a household where, you know, my parents would be like, oh, we're going to spend $50,000 on this painting because it's by so-and-so and it's an right. investment and right. it'll go up in value. So I, I never- It'll be more like, like, oh, I like this poster at Ikea. Yeah, and I'll put this yeah it looks great. Yeah, this is a Target, it's $35. It's yeah. a, a pretty butt of Buffalo, you know? Yeah. Or, or, or or is more of like a support thing for a local artist. Okay, sure. She knows yeah. your grandmother and this is like her painting, like sort of thing. Yeah. But like, mm -hmm. so art is an investment took me a while to wrap my head around but it's i you know think i'm a little stubborn i've come from like value investing so there's no cash flows it's the same reason why i had trouble with gold same reason why i had the trouble with bitcoin and all of these things as an investment mm. but um yeah what initially attracted me to charge particles was less about the art and more about the fact that it's so broad that an nft is like literally freaking everything Sure. And having this ability to put things inside that NFT and program them and configure them and pile, like build them on top of each other as this like DeFi NFT building block. That's what really attracted to me and, and our community and uh, Rob actually, he, his background long, long ago was as an artist. So he's got like a okay. little bit of the art. But uh, no, it, it's it's merged more from the community and, and how, because this was our first use case, like an art dApp. So right. it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm loving it. It's awesome. So you've got the art dApp. I mean, you're right on the cutting edge here, though. What are some kind of cool possibilities that you're imagining or, you know, working on even? I don't know if you can tell me, but, you know, outside yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, I'll start with art and then, like, move further and further out, I suppose. So, um like one half step out would be um, something like a, a uh, geocaching. Like, uh -huh. so the fact that you can hide something, which is an NFT. So we're, we've been talking to a, a, an AR company. So you can like hide an NFT somewhere with AR. Uh -huh. And the person that would find it would be able to discharge the accrued interest. So like, uh -huh. we'll, we'll put money in it, let it uh, be earning interest because of Aave, because of these underlying DeFi protocols. And so for every day that it's hidden, if you put a hundred thousand bucks in it, it's like earning $16 in yield. So it's like you hide it and it's AR, so you can put it wherever the hell you want, right? Um, so Whoa. There's, just, okay. there's cool stuff like that, that's like bridging this digital and physical, but you could also do that within a metaverse like Decentraland or CryptoFoxes, hide it in a T somewhere. Of course. So that's, a, that's like an easy step, like, slightly out of art but but kind of still within yeah, yeah. that so where is the revenue model there though if you're just giving away some hidden 
Well, we could take a percentage of the of the revenue okay. or a percentage of the deposit. So when you actually put the money in. Um, so there's there's potential there in different ways. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the other ways are like these um, in-game items, having them earn in, or earn interest that equates to more power within the game. So mm-hmm. we're talking to a number of different game companies about innovating. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the, the the real value will come from the community and these sure. crazy ideas that we have constantly. I mean, there's there's some billion dollar idea that's much more financial that's hiding within these building blocks that we're, we're working through some initial thoughts with a lot of these. Um, but there's, there's definitely, there's, there's some things there. I mean, what, what initiated, what initiated the idea of charged particles for Rob was like initially, initially, initially is, um, an NFT, a gift card as an NFT, uh-huh. being able to hold an, an increasing balance that could be split with the, the gift card owner and the store, um, so that that's kind of what sparked the idea initially yeah well you use the phrase building blocks and i mean the key thing with building blocks being you can't imagine all the different ways people are going to take those blocks and put them together into something right you're just kind of getting the tools there and other people are going to be the ones that come up with who knows what exactly and and a lot of these are kind of meshing together something that you understand with something that you don't understand and, and and it builds this this crazy new thing i mean like a uh a guy from our team actually sam was was like hey because we hear all the time like oh this could be a trust for my kids like i i, I have this nft is art i fill it full of assets and it's time locked until they're 18 uh the assets are and they're earning interest the whole time so it's like forced hodling forced right. investing sort of thing but uh, Sam took this idea and he was like, hey, what if we do a like goals-based savings account? So this NFT is filled with assets. It looks like a hazy car, but as the interest accumulates, that's triggering a changing picture of the art. So the car starts mm-hmm. looking more like a car as time goes on. So it's like visually showing whoever say it's for a child to like learn the power of compounding interest. It's like, hey, for every couple hundred dollars I put in there, I get a couple more dollars of interest, which gets me that much closer to my savings goal, which is this car. And Mm -hmm. the image is changing into a car as as you get closer to that goal. So there's things like that, that it's like, hey, that's a pretty cool idea. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Awesome, wow. Um, little topic change here. I'm curious about this whole big uh, IDO you got going on with the Ion Ion X token. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Ion X. Yeah. Which was a which was a uh, well that one we've been doing a lot of naming votes with the community, but we actually named that one within our team. Uh-huh. Uh, we wanted Ion, which kind of fits this whole uh, standard uh, model of particle. Was a sure. particle physics uh, mm-hmm. theme, but um, yeah, we added an X to it because Microsoft has an Ion token. So. Xs are cool anyway. Yeah, you know, Xs yeah. are always cool. So Ion X is our governance token. It goes right. live on the 31st of May. Um, so we're mm-hmm. actually doing a 
IDO, so Initial Decentralized Offering, on Polka Starter. And uh, that decision, it's a, it's a marketing decision, really. I mean, uh, 800 people get lottery tickets and can invest $250. So we're selling $200,000 worth of tokens. And uh, we get 800 token holders all with small, small amounts and uh, pretty pretty broad distribution. I mean, a couple thousand people uh, sign up for the whitelist opportunity and then are randomly drawn for these uh, these 800 tickets. Right, and I think I, I was seeing that on Twitter, you could basically just um, apply for that whitelisting, isn't that correct? Exactly, yep. Yeah. If you just go on charge particles, um, handle i guess you'd call it on twitter yeah which is DeFi nft on twitter so we we tagged that one like february 2020 far before DeFi or nfts were a thing so i have to credit rob with that one well before either of them singularly were anything i mean it was DeFi summer last year yeah Yeah, that's what i'm saying even 2021 it would have been like slightly ahead of the curve no it was an entire year ahead pre-scient yeah yeah wow that's impressive. What made you think of that combination so early on? I mean, were you already in the thick of it with this stuff by then? So that that was all Rob. I mean, okay. I, I joined Rob like July of 2020. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he had he was talking about charge particles in late 2019. Holy. The idea of having an NFT hold another asset that's earning interest to like these DeFi NFT things. So some wow. uh, some some great foresight for sure. Well, I guess part of it being like, for the average person, we don't see this stuff until it's ready and it's out there, right? Right. But you're working on it, right? And of course, prior to working on it, it's been conceptualized. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of lag there between the time that someone comes up with an idea and it's actually something that people are using, right? Like how many yeah. hours of your life have you put into this project? Oh, like it's gotta well, be insane. God, un, ungodly. And Rob has put in an, an ungodly more. I mean, he had a proof of concept out in May of 2020. So okay. over a year ago, like mm-hmm. an actual proof of concept, it was buggy, but he had a front end built for it, uh, which was the basic building blocks of what we've built with our DAP. And I, I mean, we actually just got our audit back, um, which we haven't published uh, yet because our content calendar is insane right now. <laughs> we'll fit it in at some point. But uh, yeah, I mean, passed with a stellar mark. So it was pretty, you oh, know, that, that's what happens when you spend a year kind of tinkering and, and, and optimizing and changing. You come up with something really innovative that uh, appears to be uh, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what kind of timeline is an audit process like that take? Like what what's involved? Tell in you that? what. It's crazy. I mean, so this is being recorded in May of uh, 2021. It's a bull market. There's tons of new projects coming online. So mm-hmm. uh, there's lots of fresh funding. So everybody's got money. Everybody wants to get an audit. I mean, Bunny Protocol or whatever just got exploited for like a mm. billion dollars. Like, I mean, so people want audits. Uh, so it, it takes, a, takes a while. It takes probably about a month once you actually nail, nail one on, down to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. do it. But uh, we, this was three months ago when we started talking to people about this. Like, you talk to somebody and they're like, okay, our first available is in September. You're like, <laughs> February. And they're like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you're trying to kind of, this is, a, I feel always like it's a bit of a race. You know what I mean? Like, 
there's a lot of people with a lot of cool ideas and you kind of want to be the first one out there with it right like oh, yeah. you know because it's so competitive but it is wide open too right like it's not something like you talk about startups there's a lot of like really fresh ideas and a lot of like just emerging concepts because mm. of that if you're not there early someone else is going to get there right oh yeah yeah and this is this is the cool thing about this space is like everybody's kind of building and iterating off each other so some some may say it's like you know there's a lot of like copy pasting and not that much innovation but those that do innovate other people build on those, you know, and uh, innovate even more. And you, yeah, it, the space is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, you talk about how busy you are and I'm thinking about what, you know, you're a big traveler, but of course, over the last year and a half, you haven't been able to travel probably hardly at all. It's been crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a pretty avid traveler, but I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm totally fine. Just, just. I mean, so have you been pouring this, this yourself is a hot more Saturday into that? Night. Have, you, have you kind of made yeah nine nine p.m. on a Saturday night? I'm hanging out with you virtually. <laughs> this is this is a story. Of this my isn't life for what you do year. for leisure. I mean, this is great. And, hey, there's no better way to spend it. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm drinking a Lacroix, hanging out in the <laughs> there basement. <you> go. <laughs> what what do you think in terms of work life balance? Like, is it uh, manageable or um no not or? right now. It's, uh, but, but, but I mean, the goal with this INX token is like, the, the goal is progressive decentralization is like basically handing over the keys to the community at some point. So right, right now it's very centralized. We're making a lot of the decisions that allows us to move more quickly and not have to, you know, pass quorum and voting and all of this stuff. Um, but, but eventually it's like the this is not the way this thing works. And obviously right now we have a lot of work ahead of this idea. Oh, there's just a lot of things going on. Um, but, but eventually, you don't want to hear me say that. Just, Sorry. just no, a lot. Kind of, of an yeah. Thing to yeah. Say <laughs> no, it's, uh, so, but, but eventually, um, you know, I think there will be a little bit of more work-life balance, but, this is kind of what you sign up for with startups yeah. too, which I also understand. So it is what it is. I love the people I work with. I love the 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 protocol, the the project that we're working on, and uh, yeah, it's 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 not burning me out yet. So having worked on so many startups, is there a point you see where you go, okay, my job is done, move on to the next thing? Like, what do you think? Ideally. <laughs> in theory yes there probably should be that point yeah what where do you see that being well i mean after after itf I, my last company failed uh i did take a few months off uh just like fully kind of figuring out what i want and like you know spending some time um and then was a consultant for a little bit so like uh, a lighter touch way of like staying involved mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean the, the plan is to build charged particles into something uh, very big, uh, very far reaching. And uh, you can't do that without a strong community and a strong group. And if done correctly, um, you know, uh, Rob and I and this core team that we've built, like we become less and less uh, essential as like the, this thing continues to grow. And obviously we'll like, 
continue to direct it a little bit, but that that gets less and less uh, as as time goes on. That's for mm -hmm. sure. But we're we're far away from that point. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> There's still a lot of like, it's a ways away. <laughs> hard pressure to uh, to apply uh, until we get there. Right. The other thing I was thinking about being that you're you're kind of drawn to this kind of fresh kind of startup thing is you know that to me that tells me you're probably a pretty creative person. Do you have a creative outlet of your own besides all this tech stuff? You know, my, no, I probably should. I mean, my, my one outlet now is probably fitness, like running around okay. and doing crazy things. Mm -hmm. But uh, in terms of like actual creative outlet, I need to, I need to. Have you had that in the past? Anything in particular? Not that much, honestly. I mean, I've always been like, sports and business unfortunately on a on a art part podcast sorry listeners <laughs> <laughs> well it's okay you're providing the infrastructure for all these things right yeah <laughs> yeah what about in terms of uh you know collecting or looking at uh pieces is there anything you're drawn to in particular styles I, types of art uh, types of you know 3d motion graphics or illustrative stuff or what do you like it, yeah i mean i think as with most crypto people these days it's like i i like these things that look like they've taken a long time to do like uh, uh -huh. it's more graphic related like yeah. techie sort of things um but no i mean in terms of like nft collecting i think i think avastar is like the mm -hmm. the stuff that jimmy is building is super cool and could have a really cool place i think like crypto voxels in general as a project is really, really cool. Like the metaverse really, really excites me. Mm. Um, but I haven't really found my, like my, my true style or interests within like the art specific world. That's for sure. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto, crypto voxels, you know, I find it's, there's something about it. That's just, it's simplistic, but it's, there's a charm to it. Do you know what I mean? Just there is, there is. I, uh, though, I mean the, and this is, this is a, uh, trend with me, I suppose. Like my first reaction is just like, I don't get it. This is terrible <laughs> graphics, you know, <laughs> like the first time. And then like, I don't know. It's been it's a like when you first saw Minecraft, you're like, how do people yeah, enjoy this? Right. It, yeah. And I guess I, it's, uh, so it, it, it definitely has grown on me. We do these metaverse events, like, mm -hmm. I mean, have you ever seen 2,000 people in a crypto voxels art gallery? It's freaking nuts. It's crazy. Well, first, it doesn't work. So most of the time, it's just you standing in the gallery by yourself because you've been sharded. But like, yeah. uh, when it when it does like glitch and everybody shows up, uh, it's it's crazy. So that the fact that we can hold these virtual galleries and people can walk around in their avatars that are using their <laughs> NFT wearables and like. It's uh, it's freaking cool. I don't, I don't know what the world, the future world looks like, but uh, these aspects will. Like, yeah, I mean, you could have wearables be charged. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. You could be walking around showing off your. Oh yeah. Charged wearables. Well, we were. I, I mean, I think this has been perhaps a bit tabled right now, but the idea of doing. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. But the idea of having an NFT and you put another NFT inside of it within these metaverses. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've got a couple of really cool ideas in that theme uh, that that will be cool to tease out a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. No, the possibilities are just 
Amazing. Do you get into the VR at all? You have a VR headset or anything? I do not. I've done it one time and it's insane. It's, uh, yeah. Do you? I've yet to pick one up. I'm, I'm this close to buying it. I'm this close. Yeah. I, I'm really interested in it. It's it, AR, VR, metaverse. Like these things are going to be more and more prevalent as we, as we continue to move along. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, whether it looks like crypto voxels, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I yeah, try to be disciplined with I, my spending, you know, so I'm, you know, just NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but it definitely is on my list of fun things to, uh, I don't know. I'm, I probably won't hold out much longer before I'll buy one. I'm guessing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I'd like to try it out with, uh, yeah, Decentraland, I think would be pretty cool. Crypto Voxels. There's so many cool things with it, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was curious about um, this uh, talking about the, let me find this a second. The uh, you were talking about the I and X with the uh, polka starter. So you're talking about that being a whitelist, and then why did you go the route of the IDO? Like, what was the decision to go with that way of doing it? What, what were you thinking? Distribution. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, it's it, it's really a marketing platform. It really helps uh, with broad distribution. So, I mean, we've had this rather close family community sort of thing building this but uh it was kind of it was time to spread the word that what we're doing and who we are and how it how it looks and um yeah that was that was the main decision mm-hmm. yeah that's cool so let's talk about uh your hopes here what do you hope happens here over the next i don't know how long term do we want to go there's so much going on let's talk about after <laughs> this next week of insanity okay. yeah so you're past that you can breathe what's next what are you hoping to do next yeah well we i think structurally as a team we're missing some key people to like Mm -hmm. actually have this be more of a well-oiled machine and 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 be able to each person to kind of act, act in their own little zone of genius and really propel charged particles forward so it'll be nice to actually take a breather and make some key hires and, and, and structure the team in a way that makes sense. This guy is really focused on protocol, like ecosystem development, which is reaching out to all the NFT platforms. This guy's artist onboarding, like really working with the artists because we're all, we're all doing these sorts of things and wearing multiple hats. And um, so that I think would be one of the most like, near-term infrastructural pieces needed to for charge particles to like really jump forward and then um what kind of number right are after, we talking right now in terms of your team like how many people are involved in this uh we're at about eight mostly okay. our devs yeah so uh, it's a pretty small could, team really yeah, yeah yeah um small like everybody's everybody's working hard that's for sure mm-hmm. um so super near term, I mean, we will launch on layer two. So, I mean, when people say like, we're going to launch on layer two, it's pretty easy from a technical perspective because it's EVM compatible. You just kind of copy paste it over, but like you have to think about the user experience and right. how does this look and how do you switch? And what if somebody's in one ecosystem and they want to go to the other? So like working through all of those, which we're doing, um, and then we, we start 
our liquidity mining program, which is really freaking mm -hmm. cool. So that's uh, earning interest in your NFT and also earning IONX. Um, and this involves our leptons, which are yield multiplier NFTs. So you deposit those in. So it's, it's, it's Tell a Tell me cool about these way. leptons. I did yeah. not know about them. I looked at yeah. them and I was like, I don't know what this is. So tell me about yeah. leptons. No worries. So, so our liquidity mining program is you deposit assets into your NFT and you earn yield through Aave or Compound. And then uh, in addition to that yield, you would be eligible for yield in INX. So you're okay. like yield farming inside of your NFT. Uh, so if it's a pretty, like not really standard because you're farming inside of your NFT, but um, in the sense that there's a pool of INX available and your percentage of interest for that epoch, that week, uh, then determines how much of that INX you get. Mm -hmm. Well, your percentage is multiplied based. It's based on your interest. That so if you're in, if all of us have a hundred dollars, you're earning five percent. This person's earning ten percent, and this person's earning twenty percent. Like they get more mm -hmm. INX than you because they earn more interest. But if you have one of these leptons, you deposit it inside of your NFT. Uh, instead of that 10%, you get a multiplied yield. So maybe it's a, a 12%, maybe it's, you know, 2x, so it's 20%. So instead of 10x, so you would be on par with that person that's earning 20% and you would get Is the same an amount ERC of ERC20 then at Lepton or? It's an NFT actually. So it's, it's a scarce so it's normal a ERC721. So okay. you can, and, and this is where, <laughs> this is where crypto and NFT world is so cool because you know, these NFT rental platforms. So I don't even have to own the lepton. I could just rent it from somebody, pay them a little bit of interest. And then I dump a bunch of money in yield farm for a week. And then I give it back to you or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see in a, a lepton rentals. Uh, I think my when, mind when is melting a little bit with all this stuff you say. That's yeah. pretty crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Stuff. So that goes live in uh, two weeks after we launch. Layer two goes live uh, a week after we launch. So we've still got a pretty packed first month. Um, and then we really start to think, I mean, then we have a number of gigantic events. So on the mm -hmm. 18th, we have a huge, huge event, uh, Liquid in Energy. So some of these metaverse parties have been the biggest in the metaverse, like uh, I forget. I, I think thirty percent of all Decentraland users were at our dance party right? in Decentraland. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Uh, wow. And you know, it's like two thousand people in these things, so they're huge. Yeah. But this this next one, uh, we have a lot of big name artists uh, mm. on it, which uh, we're really excited. You want to and, drop some uh, names? Yeah, sure. So, Alana Tashjian, mm -hmm. Anthony Azikwa. Dozy Arts, Robin Schmidt from uh, Bankless, Robness. So, yeah, Sabet, Simon Wan, uh, Muxara. I yep. should probably learn how to say these Sound names. Soundwave, yeah, I see Soundwave's Photon. Yeah. yeah. Those are some awesome people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wow. uh, it's it's going to be a big one. We're, mm -hmm. we're, really, we're really excited. Sorry for putting you on the spot there with the name pronunciation. I'm not sure no some of them either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> few of them I chat to pretty frequently. Uh, who a number of them hang out in a uh, few spots that I, I frequent on Telegram and Discord. So 
Very awesome people. That's cool. So yeah, this this community thing is pretty cool too, right? The ability for this tool, like I was talking about, these building blocks to facilitate community building in a sense. Oh yeah. Right? Like I'm sure you've seen that happen, right? Over the last number of months, right? Oh yeah. And I mean, so like token gated access is a big thing. So you have this cool NFT that allows you to access a different chat. So, I mean, having an NFT with an interest bearing asset. So that's this token mechanic that says how long you've held the NFT. So maybe at X amount of interest that gets you into another chat that like means you're an OG holder of that NFT. Like uh, we're, we're, really excited to see those sorts of things so these are these are all the things we're working on in the background it's like trying to get these integrations that that make sense that use this sort of thing and and Mm -hmm. give a lot more use cases uh to everyday users within nfts awesome so summing things up you know for listeners you know what's the one thing you want them to understand about charge particles you know as they listen to this and we get to the end here what would you say is the one thing you want them to really get about what you guys are doing? Yeah. So charge particles is an NFT protocol. So it's not just art. It's the ability for any NFT to hold any other token. And it, it just in, in a programmable, configurable way. So it really just opens up the door for extreme creativity within this broad space that is NFTs. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Well, hey, I just want to wish you all the best. Uh, I'm sure you're insanely busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a bit. It's it's good busy though. It's uh, self-inflicted. Yeah. We love it. And uh, yeah, it's exciting times. And uh, maybe I'll check in on that event coming up there in which was it? Was it a Decentraland event or a Crypto Voxels event? June eighteenth, crypt- both. Yeah, so both. Uh, the okay. art gallery is in Crypto Voxels. This is one of our community manager or one of our community members, Richard Dixon. He's mm-hmm. built this gigantic uh, art <laughs> Crypto Voxels art gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one, we have a dance party also by a community member, Spike. Uh, and he's built a stage in Decentraland where we do like dance parties and stuff during it. So it's a it's a party. We have IMT doing uh, doing music, and it's a uh, it's really great. That'll be wild, eh? To get to that point, that's awesome. I- IMT and Beacon Bloom. Sorry, they're yeah, they're yeah, performing yeah. at this one as well. Very cool. Right on. Well, awesome. Thanks for spending this time with me. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for getting me on. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was good yeah. Saturday night. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, totally. Well totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, take care. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.